This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 547, What to Do About Non-Financially Minded Friends, part two, by Lindsay Van Summeren with makingsenseofsense.com. And I'm Dan, your host, and this is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance. I narrate articles from sites like Mr. Money Mustache, I Will Teach You to Be Rich, Get Rich Slowly, Budgets Are Sexy, and many more, sort of like a gigantic ongoing audiobook, but free of charge. Now, today's post is a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new here or skipping around, first of all, welcome to the show. We're happy to have you here. But second, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first, otherwise you'll be starting right in the middle of an article, so that would be episode 546. And before we get to our continuation, this part of Optimal Finance Daily is brought to you by ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Try it for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com OFD. That's ZipRecruiter.com OFD. For now, let's get to part two of our post and continue optimizing your life. What to Do About Non-Financially-Minded Friends, Part 2, by Lindsay Van Summeren with MakingSenseOfSense.com. Step 2. What's the best way to help them? If your friend is interested in learning more about how to manage their finances, there are a few ways you can help them. The most important thing is to not brain dump all your information in one fell swoop or appear too gung-ho about it. It's easy to be overwhelmed as a newbie, and they're not as obsessed with this stuff as you. Always keep this in mind. If they stop being receptive, then stop. It's not worth losing your friendship over. Wax on, wax off. Just like Mr. Miyagi and the Karate Kid, the first thing you have to provide your friend is with knowledge. If you want, you can offer to sit them down and show them how you do things, but again, be prepared. To a newbie, this will probably be overwhelming. Remember, you didn't learn this all overnight yourself. Showing someone else what you do might be a great real-world lesson, but don't unleash all your knowledge at once. Take it step by step as financial issues come up or as they want to learn more. Also, I think twice about opening your books to a friend if you make a lot of money. Safety aside, sometimes people can get weird when they find out how much you really make, especially if they make a lot less. It's probable one of the main reasons a lot of the early and high-earning bloggers went anonymous was so people in their everyday life wouldn't treat them differently. Instead, one of the best ways to help a friend is to help them find help on their own terms. There are many, many sources of financial information out there, such as blogs, software, podcasts, books, radio programs, YouTube, and online and in-person courses. In addition to these resources, there are even just as many voices that your friend can resonate with. No matter what their tastes and preferences are, there is someone out there to speak to them. I've even had good luck posting about friends in personal finance groups on Facebook, anonymously, of course, and seeing if anyone has any good leads about who might best be able to help them. Finding accountability. Learning the skills is one half of the puzzle. The other is actually implementing the strategies. Just like with any other skill, you can theoretically know how to do something, but it takes time and practice to be any good at it. This is probably why I still play guitar like a two-year-old. I'm not suggesting that you hold regular check-ins with your friend, but if that's what they want, then that would work too. Instead, steer them to groups that they might feel comfortable assimilating into. There are a plethora of groups out there to help hold people accountable. They can be informal groups where your friend can stand back and watch what's happening until they feel comfortable participating, or formal money mastermind groups where small groups of people with similar challenges collectively discuss each person's situation and choices. 
Groups and communities can easily be found on Facebook and through many blogs and podcasts. Some are paid and some are free. If your friend becomes excessively motivated by money topics, you can also suggest they start a personal finance blog. Personal accountability is one of the many reasons people start personal finance blogs, myself included. Final thoughts. No matter what your relationship is like with your friend or how bad or good their financial management skills are, always remember one thing. Their financial wellness is not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to be their friend. If you can share your financial knowledge, it's just a bonus. I like to think of it like this. If my friend was having vehicle problems, I would be more than willing to help, given two considerations. First, my friend needs to be accepting of help. Sometimes people don't want help. Maybe they are an amateur mechanic, or they just don't care about their car. Second, I need to be able and willing to help. If I have car knowledge or a truck with a tow strap, I can offer to help them fix it or take them someplace that can. If I offer help to my friend and they accept, then great. But at the end of the day, it's not my responsibility to get my friend back up and driving again. I can only offer assistance. Now, go forth and help your friends, but only if they want help and do it in a non-annoying way. You just listened to part two of the post titled What to Do About Non-Financially Minded Friends by Lindsay Van Summeren with makingsenseofsense.com. And thank you again to ZipRecruiter for sponsoring today's episode. Are you hiring, posting your position to job sites and then waiting and waiting for the right people to see it? ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and then invites them to apply to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there, and ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com OFD. That's ZipRecruiter.com OFD. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And don't forget, if you want to hear more similar content from some of the same authors that I narrate here on this show, please do check out my other show that I've recently taken over, that is Optimal Business Daily. That show was previously hosted by both Justin and Lee, but they want to spend more time focusing on the business side of things, so they've handed off the narration of that podcast to me. And that show covers freelancing, productivity, entrepreneurship, and so much more. Again, that's Optimal Business Daily. And that's gonna do it for today. Thanks as always for being here and listening. I will see you in the Wednesday show tomorrow. That's where we'll hear from Sam of Financial Samurai and where your optimal life awaits.